What is happening, my people? <clears throat> You're listening to the Sipping Royal Tea podcast. I am your host, Reese, and I am back for a pretty huge conclusion to this royal saga. So you can subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Click that subscribe button. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave me a five-star review. You can also review the podcast on Stitcher and other places, but on Apple Podcasts specifically, you can leave me a five-star review. It's a good way to help the podcast get noticed and listened to by more people. So please do that if you um, enjoy the show. You can also follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter at Sipping Royalty, um, Twitter and Tumblr at Sipping Royalty. On Instagram, I'm at Sipping Royalty Pod. And um, you can also follow me, follow the podcast, um, this podcast and my other podcast at Nerdy Pods on Twitter. Um, and so, yeah, let's get into this. So I am sipping for this very special episode, Carrot Cake Rooibos Tea. And um, it's very fitting that this tea is not good um, because I am not happy. Um, so, yeah, Carrot Cake Rooibos Tea from David's Tea. Not my favorite. It's like this weird aftertaste um, in it. So, mm thumbs down but uh i paid like 30 dollars for it so um <laughs> you can expect me to be drinking carrot cake tea for a while um unless somebody wants it maybe your taste buds are different than mine and maybe there's just something wrong with me no there's nothing wrong with me there's something wrong with the tea um <laughs> uh, so yeah i'll be drinking carrot cake tea from now until whenever so you guys, let's spill this tea on what happened. The last episode I did was an emergency podcast about Harry and Meghan and announcing that they would like to step back from their royal roles or from their roles as, um, as senior royals. And it was just wild. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I haven't listened to that episode again. I don't know exactly what I said. Um. I think that I'm going to be more thought out today. I did. I'm, you know, this has been happening for, I don't know, how long has it been since that last episode? Over a week. I've been waiting for something to happen and it finally did on Saturday night. Um, or Well, it wasn't Saturday night at the time. It was sometime midday Saturday when the announcement came out around one something, I think. Um, so, yeah. The announcement about what is actually going to happen. So um, let's start with the uh, official statement that was released by the palace or the first. The OK, let me tell you what, what happened. The first thing I saw was there was a post on Sussex Royal <clears throat> and I was like, oh, what's going on? I, you know, I get so nervous now <laughs> when I see like at first like it's excitement but it's also nervous like what the heck is going on so the statement reads following many months of conversations and more recent discussions I am pleased that together we have found a constructive and supportive way forward for my grandson and his family Harry, Meghan, and Archie will always be much-loved members of my family. I recognize the challenges they have experienced as a result of intense scrutiny over the last two years and support their wish for a more independent life. I want to thank them for all of their for all their dedicated work across the country, the Commonwealth, and beyond. And I'm particularly proud of how Meghan has so quickly become one of the family. It is my whole family's hope that today's agreement allows them to start building a happy and peaceful new life. Um, that was from the Queen. The statement from the Duke and Duchess of Sussex says, The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are grateful to Her Majesty and the Royal Family for their ongoing support as they embark on the next chapter of their lives. As agreed in this new arrangement, they understand they are 
that they are required to step back from royal duties, including official military appointments. They will no longer receive public funds for royal duties. With the Queen's blessing, the Sussexes will continue to maintain their private patronages and associations. While they can no longer formally represent the Queen, the Sussexes have made clear they have that everything they do will continue to uphold the values of Her Majesty. The Sussexes will not use their HRH titles as they are no longer working members of the royal family. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex have shared their wish to repay sovereign grant expenditure for their the refurbishment of Frogmore Cottage, which will remain their UK family home. Buckingham Palace does not comment on the details of security arrangements there are well-established independent processes to determine the need for publicly funded security. This new model will take effect in the spring of 2020. So, yeah. That is a full split. Um, there are a lot of headlines that started yesterday and will continue about how Harry and Meghan have been stripped of their, their royal titles. and. Um, uh, the I think that the the narrative that they have been kicked out and that the the family doesn't want anything to do with them is going to fly hard in the British um, the British press. So be aware of that. But what is actually happening? Let's just go with the facts first. So the facts both harry and megan are still his and her royal highness um they will just not use those titles or those styles because they're going to pursue commercial ventures um you know i thought when i when i heard when i read what they were doing last week what they wanted you know the request that they were making i thought that it was going to be really difficult for them to to be independent and still use their title, their the the HRHs and everything. So I think this is the best way they can do it. You know, it would have looked terrible on the royal family to strip them of their HRHs, especially Harry. Harry is going to be the son of a king. Um, he is going to be the son, brother, and uncle of a king. This is the rest of his life. So it would have just been a terrible look to strip them of those titles. Um, and I don't even know all of the logistics that go into to stripping an HRH. I don't know whether the queen, I know for the title specifically, um, <clears throat> the Duke, you know, the Prince title, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, all that, um, that's parliamentary. They have to go to parliament to, to strip that. I'm not sure about the HRH. So yeah, they get they're they're still his and her royal highness. They just can't use that commercially. They'll be known as Harry, Duke of Sussex, and Meghan, Duchess of Sussex. Um, they're basically using divorced people's titles. Um, the since the since the media already call them, you know, already refers to Meghan as Duchess of Sussex, or they refer to Kate as you know Duchess of Cambridge they don't put the very important the in their titles. Um, they are, and they'll be known together as the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. But since the media doesn't, doesn't always um, style them the proper way, this will be no change. Basically, you'll see her, you'll see Megan referred to as Meghan Markle. Harry will still be Prince Harry. Um, just, on anything that they do officially they will be called the duke and duchess of sussex and you know their name and the title afterwards but without the the because okay the the in their titles are very important the being being called the duchess of sussex and the duchess of cambridge um is is the signal that they are still married members of the royal family when you take, when you take the, 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 I'm sorry, <laughs> this is, I know this sounds crazy, but when you take the out of their titles, that is the signal that they are unmarried. So you see Sarah, <clears throat> it's the way they, Sarah Ferguson is styled now. She's Sarah, Duchess of York. She is no longer, um, she is no longer an HRH. She is, she's a divorced person. She is no longer a member of the Royal family. 
So she gets styled that way. Um, Harry and Meghan, when they, I believe when they visit the country um, and they are doing anything that is involved with the royal family, they will be referred to as their royal highnesses, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So now that we have that out of the way, Harry is still a prince. Like I said, their titles have not been stripped. He is still Prince Harry. He is still, he was born that way. He is a blood royal. He, you know, he's a prince. <clears throat> Harry and Archie are still in the line of succession. Like I said, this goes along with everything else. They have not been removed from the line of succession. Harry is still sixth in line and Archie is still seventh. And any kids they have after that will still be in the line of succession. That is not changed. That is not going to change. That would also require some very big moves of parliament. And it would, it would just, it would shake things up. So to the point where, um, the monarchy would really be in trouble if they tried to do anything like that. The line of succession stays as it is. Um, they're paying back Harry and Meghan um, the $2.4 million renovations for Frogmore Cottage, and they will pay rent um, to continue to use it as their UK home. Um, they insisted upon that. <clears throat> At least that's you know, one of the statements, part of one of the statements that were made that Harry and Meghan insisted on paying back the, the 2.4 million for the renovations, which I think they didn't have to do. Um, I think it's, it's basically a way for them to show like, Hey, we don't want any of your money. The, the home is, uh, was, they can still continue to use it at the, you know, because the queen is allowing them to use it, they're paying rent the same way Princess Eugenie and Jack Brooksbank pay to rent that. What do they? I believe they live in. Do they live in Ivy Cottage? I, I forget where which cottage they live in, but they they're they're paying to rent their home at Kensington Palace right now. So, um, you know that's the deal. When you're not a working member of the royal family, you don't get a free home. Um. And so since they're no longer working members, they're going to pay rent the way, you know, most people do. They're going to pay pay market price, which who knows what that means. Who they, There's no, the queen can basically charge them, you know, $5, I guess, and <laughs> nothing will come out. You know, I, you know, who knows there, there's no reporting on how much it actually costs for, the rent, how much the queen is actually charging for that rent. So we'll never know how much they're actually paying. The same way we don't know with, you know, Princess Eugenie or Princess Prince and Princess Michael of Kent. They all have, they all live in places where the queen allows them to stay. So we won't know that. Um, they'll keep their, their patronages, which is a, a good thing. The only thing is that's really like super upsetting to me is that Harry has to give up all of his military appointments um his military patronages he's no longer captain general of the royal marines or well he won't be and uh he'll he no longer will be um in the spring um so yeah and that is to me that is the saddest part because you we all know how dedicated Harry is to the military and how proud he is of his military service um, and he's the only one in that family, well, uh, currently, who is, who was actually a member, who's, you know, um, whose military appointments and all that aren't just ceremonial BS. Like, he actually, you know, he went to Afghanistan. Um, he served two tours in Afghanistan. And he wanted to serve, continue to serve, but his spot was blown up, so he had to... Uh, he had to leave, but Harry is so dead and he'll continue to be dedicated. Um, there's still the Invictus games. He'll still be able to do stuff like that where he, I'm sure he's going to find ways to work with the military, but to me, it's just, ugh, so bad. That's that part is like really like a kick in the gut. Um, and they'll still attend 
engagement um, at the invitation of the queen, um, family engagement, I think it's going to be like, they'll still go to Trooping the Color, um, which is the queen's birthday. And maybe they'll go to Christmas um, this year. Like, who knows how that's going to work out. Um, maybe they'll, you know, just things like that. Trooping the Color, think public. Um, things like that, that where you don't have to be a working member of the royal family to attend, um, they'll go. So we'll see how this all works out. Um, but it's a clean break. And I know there's some um, people are wondering how Princess Eugenie and Princess Beatrice can still use their HRH titles and they work... <laughs> And, you know, they have jobs and all that. Uh, I believe the difference is that Princess Eugenie and Princess Beatrice have, quote unquote, have jobs, um, but they aren't doing they aren't really doing anything commercially. Um, a lot of the things they do are. I don't even know. Like, does anybody know what their jobs are? I believe Princess um, <laughs> Princess Beatrice works in New York. Um, I don't know what she actually does in New York, but she has, she, she supposedly has a regular job. Um, what Harry and Meghan are more going to do is, uh, I think different than what Eugenie and Beatrice are doing, because I believe Princess Eugenie and Princess Beatrice have spent a lot of their lives with their father sort of gassing them up, making them think that it was a possibility that they could become working royals one day. Um, so they haven't really done a whole lot. Princess Eugenie, I believe, is closer to having a regular job, but they, the, the, the setup they have is really bizarre because Eugenie is constantly taking time off. Like she can afford, um, her job allows her to take time off to go to, um, royal ascot every year and <laughs> they go every day with the queen so i don't know what kind of job that is um you know they just have this bizarre setup going on where they kind of had jo have jobs but kind of not and harry and megan are doing something different eugenie and beatrice i believe are still being supported by their their um their father I, you know, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know the setup, but I do believe that the fact that they have these sort of nebulous jobs, um, makes it easier for them to use their HRH because they're, they're not doing, they're not really doing anything commercially, um, of that nature, of the nature that Harry and Meghan may do. Um, so the other thing is that supposedly, like, we don't have any, like, hard details about what the Sussexes are going to do. There's the the thing, <clears throat> the news out there about how Megan supposedly signed a contract to do voiceover work with Disney. But even with that, that's not a commercial venture for them. They, she did that before they had put out their intentions to step back from their royal roles. So the way it's been reported is that any money that she was going to receive is going to um, an elephant charity. Um, so we don't know what they're going to do. And I don't know. That's just a wait and see. So I don't know. Let me just, I guess I'll just talk about what I'm feeling about the, all of this right now, because last week it was just a lot of, not shock, just surprised that it happened when it happened. But I'm not surprised that this is what's happening. Um, because I didn't think the situation could continue as it was. I thought that it was just a an untenable situation. And something had to give and it finally did. So but I just I have a lot of mixed emotions. I'm happy for Harry and Megan. I'm happy that they're free to um just to to live their lives in the way that they want without the constant abuse and not that the 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 british press is going to stop but that they're not beholden to it anymore 
that as working royals, they had to, Megan had to deal with a lot. And she had to deal with a lot of these people saying really disgusting things about her and then going to do an engagement the next day while those people are standing in her face. Um, so the fact that they're no longer beholden to that, um, to the Royal Rota, to just to that sort of thing is a positive to me and I'm happy that they'll be they get to pursue you know their independent lives they get to do what they most wanted to do which is you know work and help people and I'm 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 happy that they get to do that that they get to you know do that with Archie and maybe some more Sussex babies in the future so I'm I'm excited for them I'm really sad because it should not have come to this there is just to me in my mind and I'm just looking back um just right now there is so many points that I think that this could have been prevented you know that that this I just I don't it didn't have to happen I'm I'm really mad that this, no, I'm pissed. I'm so pissed that this is where we are right now because this is not, I don't think that this is what Harry and Meghan wanted in the beginning. Um, I think that this is where they have been forced and I'm sad and I'm pissed um, because Harry and Meghan deserve so much better. You know, they deserved so much better than what they got. Um, and I'm I'm just I'm angry with <laughs> with the royal family. I am angry with them. Um they they suck. <laughs> that's that's the nicest way I can say it. They suck. This is such a huge loss for them. And I think they are going to regret this. They are going to regret this. Um, and it's not going to be right now. I think, like I said, the British um, press is going to, they're basically going to trash Harry and Meghan for a little while now. They're going to continue to trash them, um, you know, for who knows how long. But I think eventually we're going to get to the point where they're going to realize that they pushed away a very good thing, that the media pushed away a very good thing, and that the British royal family is going to realize that they allowed them to be pushed away. Um, I'm, the, I think the blame, the majority of the blame here lies with the Queen, Prince Charles and Prince William. The fact that none of them stepped up in all this time to to do anything to alleviate the pressure on Harry and Meghan to <clears throat> to protect Meghan from the things that were happening to her in the press um, says a lot about what kind of leaders they are you know, don't, the queen is a terrible leader. I don't know how, like, she's known for, for serving her country, for basically living for a long time, is, is her, is what she's famous for, living for a long time. And now you have this log jam in the line of succession, and she, she has never been a good leader. Um, supposedly Charles is, you know, he's the, the good leader. He's the one that takes control. Where was he at when all of this was going on? Where was he at? Um, it, you know, it, this is just such a bad, a bad look. And the one thing that is really, I'm not okay with, um, and shout out to the Sussex Royals on Tumblr for, for really, um, 
for bringing this up. I'll, I'll link to, to the post they made about this. But this idea that Harry has been looking for a way to get out of the royal family is a narrative that is starting to take hold. And I think that it that it's misleading at best. Harry, of course, has had a very um, bad relationship with the media since the death of his mother. He has not liked them. He has not always um, liked his position in the royal family. He's wanted something different. But he also accepted that this was his life, this was his duty, and he, what he really wanted was a partner to stand be, beside him for all of this. And that is what he found in Megan. Um, go back and look at their engagement um, interview. This was not, they were not two people who were, who were planning to be out of the royal family in three years this was not how it was supposed to happen um so yeah go look at it you should go watch it again I think people are forgetting they were excited about what they could do in the future with the royal family within the royal family this is what they wanted to do they wanted to work and Megan said that she wanted to hit the ground running and that is what she did. The fact that her just in the two years that she's been, um, well, it's uh, less than two years, but just the, the, the small amount of time that she's been associated with the royal family just the good work that she's done the the work that she's done with the women of the hub kitchen you know that is amazing the hub kitchen is still able to run 70 full time seven days a week um because of the work that megan and the women of the hub did smartworks is able to clothe and train women to get jobs because of Megan's SmartWorks collection. You, you know, it's just like the fact that that's all being over, that that's all sort of been overlooked is like, and people are mad. You know, the same people that have been telling Harry and Megan to basically get the F out of the country, we don't want you here, um, are now upset <laughs> that they're leaving, that, you know, Megan sort of said, okay, you know, I'm leaving. I, you know, I'm taking my baby and I'm also taking my husband. We are leaving. Um, and I think that is the part that people did not expect. Um, I've been thinking for a while now that people that maybe it's, you know, members of the family, maybe it's the press, maybe, you know, it's just senior courtiers, you know, behind the scenes people that have been wanting that have been wanting to break them up you know it's sort of been like we don't like we don't like what harry and megan are together which is this dynamic couple who are great ambassadors for the uk but who also kind of overshadow the heirs so what we want to do, we want our old Harry back. We want the Harry who is going to be, you know, he's going to be more popular than William, um, you know, as far as public polls are go, but he's not going to overshadow him. And unfortunately, that's what Harry and Meghan did. Um, Meghan just, Meghan appeals to a much broader audience than Kate. And I don't want to do this where I just um, pit these women against each other because I don't think, I think it's so much bigger than them. Um, and like I said, Kate, I don't think has a huge role to play in this because I think William is, I think a lot of this is about William and Charles. Um, William and Charles being short-sighted um and not just them the courtier the palace courtiers that just a lot of people 
it, within the family not being happy that Harry and Meghan are still as popular as they are. Because I think if you go back and um, listen to or read um, a lot of the coverage from the um, from their first tour in um, from, of Australia, New Zealand, um, Fiji, <clears throat> and all that, you'll see a lot of um, articles that make that 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 say that um, Meghan and Harry's popularity will die down. You know. William and Catherine are going to be are the future king and queen. Um, this popularity will go away in a few months, and then that 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 royal tour happened, and it was bigger than anything that William and Kate did. Even though their tour was with their you know the baby Prince George, um, it was bigger than anything Charles has seen, uh, especially recently. And so they came back and that tour was so friggin' successful. And if you go back and look, that's when a lot of, that's when the sort of relentless negativity started. You know, it's always been sort of, an, uh, for me in the beginning, in my opinion, in the beginning, um, when their engagement was announced when their relationship sort of came up there was those big obvious like racist and sexist um daily mail uh headlines but there was a lot of there was also a lot of positivity to sort of balance that out but after that tour is when it was like it went from uh 50 50 to 2080 you know the other way like where it's like 20 percent, like these little positive spikes but 80 percent of it was like negative and it didn't look to be getting any better you know um yeah so i'm i'm angry with them and and I also want to say that this idea that Charles's slimmed down monarchy is, you know, that this is a good thing for for Charles because, you know, he's wanted a slimmed down monarchy. Get that out of your head right now. Charles did want a slimmed down monarchy. Harry and Meghan were supposed to be a part of that slimmed down monarchy. The Queen is ninety three years old, and I believe she's turning. She's either she's about to turn 93 or she's 93 about to be 94 this year. Whichever it is, <clears throat> she is old and she could live for another 10 years or she could, you know, you know, like who knows? She's 93. Charles is he turned 71. He turned 72 this year, I believe. He and Camilla are both in their 70s he's going to be he's going to have a short reign as king but he could be into his 80s by the time he becomes king and then the only four uh working royals are going to be charles who and camilla who are going to be maybe in their 80s and william and kate the children their children are young right now you know George is not going to be a working royal for another maybe we're going to say 15 or so years. That's maybe like um, William and Harry were both like kind of part time working royals when they were in their early 20s. And Char and um, Harry was in the army. So he was definitely part time. You know, William was doing his old flight thing. But um so the idea that all of this work is going to be done by two uh, octogenarians and, <laughs> and William and Kate is like, really, I don't know what people are thinking by, 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 go, by, by continuing to run with the idea that the Slim Dar monarchy would not include William, would not include Harry and Meghan. It is supposed to be uh, Charles his two his two sons 
their wives and then eventually um william's children but that is a long time and a lot of work for two people william has never done william has not even has has never been into the 300s in engagements um kate i don't think has ever broken 150 uh or she's definitely never broken 200 so combined, they've never done as many engagements in a year that Prince Charles does by himself. So I don't, I, you know, this is like, this is so short-sighted of them. And I think what they expected was either um, Harry and Meghan, Harry and Meghan would break up, that this would just be, that the the pressure on Meghan would get to the point where it would just be too much and she would leave or that I don't think they ever calculated for Harry leaving. I think they were not prepared for that. Um, and I think they should have been prepared because Harry has been saying from the start that he would protect his family and that they were, he's been letting the world know and everybody know that they are his first priority. So I don't know why anybody thought that he would just say, oh, oh, well, you know, I have my duty to the queen. And I think Harry does love his grandmother. And from what we hear, if you, you know, Tom Bradby is to be believed, um, his grandparents were the ones that he could most count on. So, ooh, sorry about that alarm. Um, so, yeah i just oh this is such a freaking mess and i think harry and megan are going to come out of this the winners you know the whole hrh thing that they that they won't be using in any commercial ventures um doesn't really matter people don't you know like he's still prince harry they're still the duke and duchess of sussex like I, whatever whatever about the hrh and not being able to use that commercially to me that's only fair you're they're not and since they're not going to be working for the royal family then it's only fair not to use the hrhs you know whatever the the <laughs> the other thing is that there's this line um in one of the statements about the royal family reserves the right or are going to review this whole situation um in 2021 so to me this this says that they're leaving they're leaving a door open for harry and megan to come back or or maybe they're hoping that this will all fail and that harry and megan will break up and they'll get to have harry back Either way, the door is open because I do not believe that Charles wants this, um, that he wants this in this way. You know, people you know, keep talking about the way the other royal pe European royals do things. They have, you know, basically in the other royal families, spe specifically um, in Sweden, who just changed their the way things work over there and i believe in denmark um as well where denmark and well the scandinavian royals who are the the big um examples here that people keep using is that the heirs the crown prince and princes and princesses are the main working royals um their siblings sometimes do royal work i know the norwegian um i forget her name princess something uh she she no longer uses her royal title um she's just princess whatever her name is and you know so that's how it worked the <clears throat> the heir and their family are the main ones and then everybody else sort of goes along and does their own thing the reason that doesn't work in the uk is because the UK has, I was just looking this up the other day. The UK has, um, I believe, something like 70 million uh, people. 
those other three countries, Denmark, Sweden, and um, Norway, don't have 70 million people combined. Um, the UK also has the Commonwealth. They are just so much bigger than every other royal family in Europe. So this idea that all of this work is going to be done by four people, you know, like right now there's the Wessexes who are, you know, working royals as well. And, um, and that's basically it. There's Charles and Camilla, William and Kate, and the Wessexes who are working royals. That's six people. Uh, oh, and Princess Anne. I'm sorry, Princess Anne, who works her her tail off as well, does, you know, hundreds of engagements each year. She turned 70 this year as well. The Wessexes are still in their, I don't know, early to mid 50s, I believe. But my... <laughs> I always thought that they were going to be phased out that, you know, eventually Charles and um, Charles and Anne are closer to the same age. So when Charles is king, Anne could also be in her late eight, late 70s. And so she is going to be hitting close to retirement age as well. She's not going to be able to continue to do 500 or so engagements per year. Um so eventually that work was going to fall down to Charles, Charles's children. And so I, I don't know, like good luck to them getting all that done. You know, the, I believe, um, Afua Hirsch wrote an article this week about how the Commonwealth, which is made the majority of which is people of color, um, sees how Megan was treated in England and they are not happy. And so they have to keep these countries um, as part of the Commonwealth. You know, Harry is no longer Commonwealth youth ambassador. So they're no longer a part of this. They're no longer going to be working with them. This all is going to fall on William and Kate. So what? Like, I don't know. Like, what's the... What's the what's the plan moving forward? Because I believe I don't think that they they can't have thought this out. You know, I think everybody everybody says that they you know, the royal family doesn't talk. You just put your head down, never complain, never explain. They complain all the time. You know, uh, Emily Andrews has spoken about how William complained to her. William confronted her. Um, to her face about her calling him and Kate work shy. Um, and that was, you know, that's sort of a cute anecdote, but how was that ne never complain, never explain? How was how that part of the, um, you know, going up to a, a journalist and talking about an article, a negative article that they've written about you? Um, how was that not complaining? They complain all the time. <laughs> so this idea about never complain and never explain is a myth uh and it's something that people like to run with when the people that you don't like start being start being the ones that are complaining um so yeah you know the i forget what i was going to say um i uh oh my god I'm blank. I completely blanked. So I don't know. I don't know what Harry and Meghan are going to do moving forward. Like we don't know about what commercial ventures they're going to pursue. I think one, a lot of what I'm seeing is that people think that Meghan is going to go back to acting and it's going to be like a lot of celebrity stuff. Um, and they, and the, the, the tone of that is sort of like this insulting, <clears throat> you know, how they want to trade on their royal names and all that. I think Herring and Meghan are basically going to do for money what they wanted to do for the royal family, which is a lot of charity work. Um, maybe you'll get a book out of this. Maybe. But I don't think Meghan is going to go back to acting. I don't think her and Harry are suddenly going to be like these, are going to be putting... Um, 
you know, T-shirts and shit out there. I don't think it's, this is a they're not going to turn into Beyonce and Jay-Z. And, you, you know, this is not to insult, you know, the Carters, the, the Knowles Carters. But I don't think that that is going to be the case where they're going to be putting out a, a bunch of stuff like that. Because what they said in their statement is that they want to uphold the values of Her Majesty the Queen. And so I don't think we're going to be getting... Um, y- a fashion line or something like that if it doesn't have like a purpose the way the smart set had a purpose you know the smart set to to help smart works um you know that has its purpose I don't think Megan is just going to suddenly become a fashion designer um I don't think that I don't think that that is their intention at all I could be wrong you know we all have to wait and see but that's just my my opinion um <clears throat> Um, I don't know what else, what else is there to say? (sighs) The podcast, um, what am I going to do with this podcast? Because I, I personally am interested in, uh, the Royal family, um, not just the British Royal family, but just, um, other Royal families around the world. I was not, I mean, before Harry and Meghan came along, I was not doing a podcast about any of them. And I was be- I was at best a, you know, a casual fan. Um, my interest in Harry and Meghan has certainly made me more aware of, of the other royal families around the world and, you know, sort of heightened my interest in them. But I don't know. I'm no, I do know. I'm not going to be doing a podcast um does any nobody wants to hear me talk about prince charles and his (laughs) engagements do they um i know you know there are some people who really like charles and his work ethic but your girl is not going to be sitting sitting here every week doing um commentary about what charles and camilla are doing and i'm definitely not doing that for the cambridges they're just not that interesting um they're not as interesting as harry and megan sorry sorry Cambridge fans I like Kate you know I don't like William I like him even less right now um so you know I don't know I have to wait to see what the Sussexes uh do to see what their schedules are going to be like because I, I can't I don't know there's not a weekly podcast to do about um if you don't know you know <laughs> for the royal family sometimes their engagements are announced in you know days or weeks in advance so you can sort of plan around that stuff but with them with the situation now that they're i get kind of private citizens um or you know there's you know there's just no way to know so i don't know i guess i'll just play it by ear and see what happens and but I'm definitely going to still podcast about whatever Harry and Meghan decide to do. Um, I do support them. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. It's Sunday morning. I'm about to go to the movies. Um, <laughs> so, and my cat is being really annoying right now. Um, he's outside of the door crying like something is wrong with him but there is nothing wrong with him do not believe if you can hear him do not believe it he is fine um his name is king archie he's named after archie (laughs) after baby archie um so yeah that's that's all i can think of for now maybe i'll i'll come back and talk about this again later when i when we have some more and maybe i'll get a guest on to talk about everything that's going on but for now, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you should follow me on the socials because this is a big topic um, across. Like I talk about a lot of stuff on my on my um, on Twitter, not just the royals, but my timeline has been full of royal stuff. Like even the people I follow that you know I follow who aren't royal watchers or. who even care about royals are like big into this harry and megan thing and from what i've seen on twitter they have a lot of support um 
you know, I don't know that that's indicative of that's certainly not the tone that I get from the British press, but I see a lot of support from them on Twitter, on social media in general. Oh, one more thing before I leave. I want to tell people to stop using that Megxit hashtag. First of all, it's just, it's disgusting how this is all sort of being placed on Megan. Um, But more importantly, that hashtag was started by a group of racists who have been harassing Megan for years now because they wanted her out of the royal family. So, and I know people have sort of turned this into a positive. Actually, now at this point, I've seen more positive um, about that Megxit hashtag than I've seen negative. But I really want to tell, I want to inform people that is not a positive thing. That that hashtag was created by a group of racists. Please stop using it. If you are using it, please stop. Um, because they have, obviously, they're also really active on it. And they have been, they say the most awful, terrible things about Megan now. And now they can sort of use it openly. And, you know, and I think it's really disgusting that the British press have, and and now people around, now um, news organizations around the world have sort of been using Megxit as you know, the calling card for this situation. It's gross, it's disgusting, and I need people to stop. So that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, like I said, you can follow me on the Twitters. Um, I'm at Sipping Royalty and Tumblr, where I'm probably more active than anywhere else. Um, I'm at Sipping Royalty over there as well. If you would like to email me your thoughts about this situation, maybe I'll do like a feedback episode or something. Um, you can send your feedback to sippingroyalty at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we'll just wait to see what the Sussexes do um, next because to me, that's the most interesting thing happening. So until I can plan a new episode, uh, everybody, bye.